Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Amy from What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. This week's question is from Michelle, who says, How do I deal with a know-it-all little girl? She's five, and she loves to correct her big brother, her friends, a rare situation these days, her daddy, and me. My husband insists that she stop correcting mispronunciations or false statements or what she interprets as false, but I also want to encourage her to speak up and stand up for wrongs. I just worry that if we stifle her know-it-all tendencies, it could discourage her in the classroom, the boardroom, and in future dealings. So do we just ignore it and hope it's just a quick phase? This is a great question, and as you probably know, our uh, episode last week was about teaching our daughters to speak up for themselves. And if you haven't listened to that episode, definitely do. Marissa Porges, who is the author of the new book, What Girls Need, was our guest in that episode. And she was full of insights. This one is a little more complicated, a know-it-all kid. Um, I had a know-it-all kid. I was a know-it-all kid. And hopefully, yes, it is a phase. But since you say that friends are a rare situation right now, I do think it's something that you might want to help your daughter through a little bit. I think we need to tease out the difference here for your child between showing the world what she knows and correcting other people to do so. I'm sure you saw the meme recently that um, it was on a roller coaster in Japan at a uh, amusement park that reopened after the pandemic, and they put signs, please scream inside your heart <laughs> instead of out loud. This is a teaching people to scream inside their heart kind of moment. I am kind of a know-it-all, and when I see apostrophes in the wrong place on Christmas cards, it makes me want to throw something, but I don't call the people up and let them know I scream inside my heart. The way to do that, I think, is to put a step in where she can come and whisper to you, that's not how you pronounce that word. He said that it's Tuesday and it's really Wednesday. She can come and let you know that if you're there, or if you're not there, she can acknowledge to herself, that's that's not true. And I know that actually frogs live in ponds, whatever it is, without saying it out loud. This is a step that she can learn. And then the step that we learn as adults is to scream inside our hearts. But the reason that she's not doing that yet is that a five-year-old is still not really aware that other people might have 
different emotional states than she does. We need to teach our kids affective empathy, which means vicariously experiencing someone else's emotions. They don't, they don't just get that, or I guess they'll get it eventually, but some less quickly than others. And a five-year-old is really still learning that for herself, that she might get a puffed chest of accomplishment from telling a friend, that's not how you say that word. And that's counteracted by her friend's hurt feelings. But she's still really learning that her friend's hurt feelings are something very separate from her own and that they can have totally separate emotions. So there's a a level of self-awareness there that will come with time, but this kid might need to be somebody who has to have that taught to her a little more. And that's not a bad thing. I think self-awareness and empathy is a skill that Every child has to be taught. We have a whole episode on teaching kids empathy. So, Michelle, I would suggest if you haven't heard that one that you look it up. You can search for it on our website, or you can always just do What Fresh Hell Podcast Empathy, and the episode will pop right out. It has lots of specific advice on why this is a, a, an acquired, learned skill and how we can get there. I think the way station will kind of work. If she understands that saying this to another friend hurts their feelings, makes them not want to play with her that afternoon, that it's not nice, and that she can still have that feeling is is an okay way station along the way. Now, you talk about what happens in the future. She needs to self-advocate in the classroom, the boardroom, things like that. Yes, that's totally important. And as we learned last week, that is also a skill that needs to be taught. But even there, there are skills of diplomacy that need to be taught and learned and that your daughter will need. She's going to need to learn to speak up for herself without ruffling others' feelings. So I think working on the know-it-all thing from that angle isn't going to prevent your kid from being an outspoken kid who stands up for herself. Sounds like she has that part down pretty well. But above all, Michelle, I want to say, yes, I do think this is a phase. I do think this is something that eventually gets socially corrected out by peers. But since you were probably spending a lot more time with your five-year-old daughter right now than she is with her peers, it is a chance for you to work on it. It might be a good opportunity for you to read to your daughter about bossy kids and how they're perceived and how they need to work on it. Harriet the Spy is a great one. Um, It's probably still a little old for her, but another one I am thinking of is uh, Sheila Tubman and all the Peter and Superfudge books that Judy Bloom writes. She's a bossy, insufferable girl that Peter has a hard time with. And you might be able to talk to your daughter about that and why does she bother him so much and what should he do and how should he deal with her and let the self-identification occur or not occur. Overall, Michelle, I think your instincts are right. Protect your little girl's right to speak out while also teaching her that there are more diplomatic ways of doing that and keeping some of the screaming inside her heart, if you feel me. Send us your parenting questions. We might answer yours next. Email us, questions at whatfreshhealthpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. 
I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us. Margaret, it's an exciting news day. An exciting news day indeed, Amy. A few years ago, we launched our first spinoff podcast, Toddler Purgatory, hosted by the hilarious Blair Brooks and Molly Lloyd. And guess what? Now Blair and Molly are back with their all-new podcast, Unsticking It. You know Blair and Molly as two busy moms and actors, and somewhere between potty training and the pandemic, they both felt like they lost their creative kaboom. In their new podcast, Unsticking It, they are going to talk about how all of us can get back to what lights us up after motherhood. Amy, I need this. Me too. And Blair and Molly will be talking to fellow imaginative minds. We're talking actors, artists, and creators of all kinds about how we can all unstick ourselves from whatever muck we're stuck in. Follow, subscribe, and listen to Unsticking It wherever you get your podcasts. That's Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life stucks.